My mum's podcast is recorded on Bear Pie Land. We pay respect to the elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to how to run a successful business and still have a life. I am simply Stacey Morgan. As a mum of three and owner of three successful businesses, I'm acutely aware of the juggling act that is parenthood and entrepreneurship. Join me for bite-sized business tips, served simply, without ambiguity, aimed at helping you boost your productivity and give you more time in life for the things that really matter. Each week we're talking motherhood, marriage and making it in business. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to How to Run a Successful Business and Still Have a Life. My name is Stacey Morgan and today's episode is brought to you by Simply You and I, my one-on-one coaching program. If you'd like to spend some time sitting down with me setting new goals to get you through to the end of the year nice and strong in your business and your life, then you can do that. You can check it out at simplystacymorgan.com. Today we are going to talk about sticking your head in the sand and this was something that came up or that really resonated with people that I was talking to whilst I was overseas. I did a few keynote presentations for two different events and part of that was talking about accountability. Part of that was talking about really knowing what's going on in your business and not just being okay with, you know, hoping for the best, crossing your fingers and hoping for the best, or sticking your head in the sand and hoping for the best. And honestly, I can tell you hand on heart, this was how I read my business in the beginning. I did not want to know what was not going well in my business. I did not want to know what was working, what was not working. As long as I could look at my bank account and there was money, and as long as I could put out the fires from the customers who were disgruntled about you know, whatever the customers were disgruntled about that week, then everything was okay. And what I have learned in my many, many, many years of business since is that, yes, you can do it that way. And many of us do. However, if you don't want to wake up at four o'clock in the morning startled thinking, oh my goodness, what's really going on? If you want to be able to sleep peacefully, if you want to really know where your business is at and be able to make good decisions based on where your business is at, not where you hope it is, then really sticking your head in the sand is not the way to go about it. So the very first thing that I implemented that really started to get me out of this, I'm just going to ignore it and hope for the best mentality was Financial Fridays. And I know we've spoken about this on the podcast before, but it really resonated with a lot of the audiences that I was talking to overseas. And so I thought I would do a little bit of a refresh in terms of what Financial Fridays looks like. Now, I am not in it. Don't turn off. I am not in any way saying you need to cancel all of your appointments and all of your bookings and all of the things that you have on a Friday and just spend your entire Friday worrying about the numbers. That's not what I'm saying at all. Financial Fridays for me started with just five minutes because that's all I could mentally handle. And I, you know, I sat really comfortably under the, I'm not good with numbers excuse. And if that is you as well, sitting under the, you know, I'm a creative person. I'm not a numbers person. I was not good at maths at school. If that is you, if you can hear your voice in my voice, then you're not alone. That's the rhetoric that I used to use as well. But I found that it was, wasn't helping anyone. It definitely wasn't helping my business wasn't helping my mindset and it wasn't moving me forward. So I started to talk about myself as a numbers person and that sounds silly, I know, but it was a big mindset shift that really had to happen for me. And I just started with five minutes. So for five minutes on a Friday, 
I would set a timer because that's what I needed to do to set it, like to actually sit down and do it and not get distracted by my Facebook feed or by, you know, what I'm posting on Instagram, finding some, you know, cool audio for reels. Five minutes timer to have a look at what's going on in my business in terms of the financials. And that five minutes has now extended out to an hour, but it didn't start like that. I know for so many of you, if I said sit down for an hour and concentrate on your finances, you would rather do anything else in your business. Like you would be on your hands and knees scrubbing your oven instead of doing what I'm asking you to do. So just start with five minutes. And if you're still struggling with that concept of just making it five minutes, then I encourage you to do something at the end of that five minutes that rewards you. And that can be something really little. It can, you know, boil yourself, um, you boil the kettle and make yourself a cup of tea, take yourself for a walk around the block. Or what I used to do is I used to make that five minutes happen when I was at a cafe. So I would not work at my desk on a Friday. I would get myself out of, you know, my habitat and get myself into town to somewhere nice, order a nice, you know, a nice latte or something fabulous that really made me feel nice and fancy. And then I would do my five minutes and that would be my little reward for actually getting out of the house and actually focusing on this five minutes and doing it. And as I said, that's now, you know, moved to a lot longer than the five minutes, but start with the five minutes. And during that time, you can just, you know, you can start by checking your bank balance. You can start by reconciling some of your accounts. You can start by printing off your profit and loss and having a look at what your expenses look like this month compared to last month. You can have a look at what your expenses look like this year compared to last year. You can have a look if you want to look at your income, if that (laughs) makes you feel a bit better, then you can have a look at your income. But it's really just about starting from a place where you get an understanding of what it looks like in your business. As I said, when I started in the early days, I would just look at the bank balance and if there was money there, I would go, okay, and just continue to move on. And so I ran my business for several years, you know, not making a terrible amount of profit, um, not paying myself a terrible amount of money and just hoping for the best along the way. And that is not the way to run a sustainable business. So once you've changed that mindset, once you've convinced yourself that yes, you can be a numbers person and you can. I'm here to tell you, you can be a numbers person, especially when it comes to your business and your lifestyle and your family and your welfare and all of the things that are important for that. Because of course, you know, this changed for me when I had Lucinda because I needed money for nappies. It wasn't about me anymore. It wasn't about buying new shoes. It was about, can I buy nappies? Because I'm going to need to buy nappies for my child. So whatever your motivator is, find something that motivates you and really start to, to make that mindset shift of you are a numbers person and you do have the time to sit down and and focus on what's going on in your business. Once you do that, you know, sitting down during that time, you can actively use that time to just look at what's going around, but not take any action. And that's a really good place to start. Or you can use that time to, you know, get the things done in your business that you know need to get done. Do the reconciling. That might be when you do the payroll. That might be when you um, pay all of those bills that, that come in. Because for so many of us, it's, you know, that's not the fun part. (laughs) That's not the fun part of running the business, but it is so incredibly essential. You do need to make sure you're paying your invoices on time. You do need to make sure you're invoicing your clients. How many of us in the early days or now, you know, don't send the invoices out until the bank account is empty and go, oh gosh, there's no money. Better send the invoices for the last month and get people to pay me (laughs) so that there's money again so I can pay my bills. You know, that's not a way to 
continue moving your business forward. So you want to be thinking about that time to do the things that really need to happen on a regular basis um, in your business. And so you want to make a list of those things. If you're a checklist person and you like crossing things off, then have yourself a financial Fridays checklist that you keep, you know, in the back of your diary or you keep on your desk or you have in your purse that you're going to take with you when you're going out because you know you're going somewhere fancy for Financial Friday and have it with you and have that checklist. These are the five things that I'm going to get done during this time or these are the things that are non-negotiable. I need to get to the end of these before I can order my latte or I need to get to the end of these before I get up from my desk or I need to get to these before I turn my phone off flight mode. I'm saying it. I don't always do it but I'm saying that it's incredibly valuable when I do. Sitting down and turning off all distractions. And, you know, picking at cafe as well. I'm, I'm, if on those days that I'm particularly unmotivated for a financial Friday, I'll pick a cafe subconsciously or consciously that I know I'm going to run into a lot of people. So I spend a lot of time chatting instead of actually doing what I'm there to do. Pick the table in the back of the cafe, pick the table, you know, up the back in, within, you know, in the trees where no one can see you and get stuck into it. Because the difference that it's going to make in your business, knowing exactly what is going on, is going to be massive. You need to be making decisions in your business that are based on not just what your financials look like this week or this month, but what it's going to look like in the future. How many of us get through to the end of the year and, you know, have that Christmas break, find that all of our, you know, expenses have gone through the roof and then really, you know, have to pull back through January until, you know, the money starts rolling in again and people start getting back to their desks and start paying their invoices again. I'm guilty of that, you know, more than once over that period of being really like, oh my goodness, I okay, we're having baked beans on toast this week, everybody, because I haven't worked this out. You need to know that now. If things are going to be really tight in November, December, January, then you need to know about that now. And starting to implement Financial Fridays as part of your schedule and part of your ideal week, and we've talked about creating an ideal week before, but really scheduling this time and putting this time aside will mean that you will know what's going to happen, not just when it happens in January, but a, you know, a long time before. And then you can prepare for it. You can start putting money aside. You can maybe um, pull back on your expenses in September, October to make sure that things aren't going to be too tight over January. So some of the things I want you to think about that need to go on your checklist, perhaps it is reconciling your accounts, perhaps it is going to, you know, pay all of the invoices that are due, perhaps it is printing out your profit loss, profit and loss and doing a comparison, perhaps it's having a look at your balance sheet, where is all the money gone? The balance sheet will be able to tell you that. And that's always my accountant's answer when I ring him and say, where's my money gone? Check the balance sheet, Stace. Check the balance sheet. So check your balance sheet to see where those things are going. And if this all scares you, call your accountant and say, I need to catch up with you on a Friday. And that can be your first financial Friday. You don't have to do this alone. You don't have to sit with this alone. And if you want me to coach you through it, then I'll sit with you on a Friday. We'll pick a nice cafe or we'll jump on Zoom together and together we can go through what's working and not what, what's not working with your business. And the final thing I want you to think about in terms of your mindset is that, you know, thought of, I can't possibly call my accountant and ask questions. I can't possibly hire a business coach to talk about my finances because nobody is allowed to know that I don't know what I'm doing in business. And that was something that I struggled with a lot, especially in the early days, because so many of us in our own businesses are just flying by the seat of our pants, doing our very best every single day. We do the things that are in our zone of genius, and sometimes the numbers aren't in our zone of genius, so we just kind of wing it. 
and we wing it along the way. But we're too embarrassed to ask for help or we're too embarrassed to show other people what we've been doing in case it's wrong and in case people, you know, can see that we are flying by the seat of our pants. It's okay. Not everybody is getting every element of this, you know, running a small business correct all of the time. I don't want you to sit in fear and sit in fear of showing people behind the scenes of what's going on in your business because you're going to be stuck by that fear. Your business is not going to progress because of that fear. Your business is not going to grow because of that fear. So if that is something for you, if that is a roadblock for you and a mindset shift that needs to happen, I can't possibly ask for help or I can't possibly show anybody what my books look like because, you know, I, I, I don't understand them and I know that people are going to see that there's not a lot of money there. Don't. Don't let that hold you back. Make this the moment where you decide, no, from this point onwards, I'm going to get help in the areas that I need to get help and I'm going to work in my zones of genius and I'm going to get help in the other areas. And this money mindset stuff might be help in the other areas. So I really encourage you to delve into that. If me talking about that kind of brought up a little bit of butterflies in the tummy for you for that. So set your time now, pull over the car if you're driving, stop and, you know, flick on your calendar if you are walking wherever you are if you're in the kitchen if you're getting dinner ready I encourage you to find a time right now put a time in your diary on a Friday it doesn't have to be first thing on a Friday though that's when I do mine because otherwise it just doesn't happen I lose the day it could be Friday afternoon it could be you want might want to do it on Thursday afternoon so you have Friday to yourself you might want to get to it Saturday afternoon when you know the kids are you know preoccupied doing other things find a time that works for you to set your five minutes aside and to really look into what's going on in your finances, in your business. It will be good for you and your personal growth. It will be good for your business and your business growth. And overall, it will help you sleep at night. And sleep is so incredibly important, especially for us entrepreneurs who are trying to be creative and you know make our mark on the world. Please know that you are worth it. You are worth that time. If you've got a takeaway from today's episode, I'd love to hear about it. Please um, tag me on your Insta story and let me know what really resonated for you, what you're going to be implementing or when you have scheduled. Perhaps you want to take a photo of your calendar and when you're going to be scheduling your financial, financial Fridays and make it a reoccurring meeting so that it happens every Friday. It pops up every Friday as a reminder for you. Tag me on your Insta story. I'm at Simply Stacey Morgan on Instagram. Please leave me a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. That helps us share the podcast with people all around the world. And finally, thank you so much for listening and taking the time out of your day to improve yourself, improve your business and for join me, joining me on this journey. Have a great day and I'll talk to you next week. How to Run a Successful Business and Still Have a Life is a Morgan Media original produced for the Morgan Media Network. Work with me one-on-one or in one of my many group coaching programs. It is possible to run a successful business and still have a life. You can find out more at simplystacymorgan.com. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 